Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Okay. I'm Dave. Okay. He is Dave. So I've got we've got my best friend Matt Lane here playing Dave. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna honored set the tone. to be here for episode one. He's gonna set the tone for for Dave in for episode Dave. one for yeah. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. And hopefully set the bar high. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Okay. So I'm we, not that worried though. <laughs> we are starting with a brand new story. Brand new story. So we should listen. To the dungeon. Thanks. Okay. So the girls, they are both playing elves. So this is for Matt because we've already talked about this before. And I'm a halfling. Characters. You are a halfling, yes. You are the halfling cleric yep. Dave. The character's great. Mishakal. Mishakal, yes. Yes. She's my girl. She is your goddess. My goddess, yeah. Quite literally. Okay. So the girls are, fr- they're from a royal family. Uh, their last their last what name is. What if my is goddess was Beyonce instead? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cleric of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And then instead of you know like citing scripture, you just like break into random Beyonce songs. Well, what I was gonna say is like, yeah, maybe you have to sing Beyonce lyrics for like the verbal part, and then like whip off like some sick moves from formation <laughs> for like part of the like symbol part. You know, you're right. like doing her sick dance. Yeah, moves. I won't let you cast a spell unless you can start singing a Beyonce song. <laughs> oh, I, I got several locked and loaded, dude. I am an actual da, Beyonce da, fan. Da, da, da. Okay, sorry. Da, 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 I would just hate to lock that in to canon and yeah, make no, everyone I, that I comes was, on the I was show. Kidding. I yeah. was okay, so let's get started. We're getting started. Okay. So the girls um, the girls are, Sam, your character's name? Meme. Meme. Mimi. Mimi. Galaxy. Galaxy. And I'm Dave. Awesome. <laughs> so the, the girls, they do come from a royal family. They are cousins. So a little bit of backstory for them. So I'm going to start with the girls first because you're going to Dave is going to meet up with them a little bit later. Because the girls um, are traveling to meet up with Dave. Um, they're going to be traveling to the town of Westman, which is on the southern border of the Zeloshint. Uh, Zeloshint. The gold petal kingdom. So with the with the elf names in this in this game, um, they have an elven name and then they have a common translation gotcha. for the name. So we'll just refer to it as the the gold petal uh, kingdom, which they are not princesses, but I'd say probably like duchesses or they're they're cousins to the royal line. So we're like not really royalty. No, you're royalty. No, you're royalty. Oh, yeah. You're just little bit lower down in the bow line of for succession. Me. I said bow for me. All right. Dance. So you girls, um, you are meeting up with Dave um, because you've known Dave for a number of years and you met Dave when he first went into training to become a cleric. And he just, for the lack of a better word, we say he just graduated. So he's a full-fledged cleric now and he is out to see the world to spread the word of his goddess. And Galaxy, you just completed your training to be a wizard, cool. and you passed the trials, the wizard trials, and are now considered a full-fledged wizard. Yay! So, and remember, the wizard trials are something that were, it was very, very difficult. It was very strenuous, and it almost killed you. <laughs> but you were able to get through it without, uh, well, with some 
trouble with some is problems. Is there killing in it? Um, well, you're not allowed to talk about it because oh. every tr- every trial is unique. Oh. Um, so if anyone asks you about it, or tries to get information. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> yeah, I know it was you. <laughs> um, so you you guys uh, decided to go out, do a little bit of traveling for celebrating, and you wanted to meet up with Dave because the the timing is perfect, and he's traveling as well. So this is something that you guys had coordinated months ago through through letters and carrier pigeons. I haven't quite established what's the main. Wait, have I graduated something? No. <laughs> She's still. Training. Well, you're a druid, um, so you're a character. Um, you don't. You're not a big fan of being around people all the time. So, Galaxy just came and found you out in the woods. I imagine said, "Hey, let's go on an adventure." And you're like, "That's cool, right?" That's cool. Yeah, sure. That's cool. Is that what you? What would your character say? If Galaxy shows up at your doorstep. It's like, "Hey, cuz, let's go for a walk." Yeah, let's do it for a walk. Busy. <laughs> You'd say I'm a little busy. Uh, you, want, you want to get some ice cream or something, maybe? I'm still a little busy. I'll give you blueberry paper. I'm still a little busy. Okay. What are you busy for? So you girls have been traveling for a couple of weeks now. Just going on foot, taking your time, traveling down the road. So it's a dirt road, um, but lots of thick woods. But it's a beautiful, sunny day um, with the, the canopy um, above you being lush and green and... Um, Blocking the sunlight, so you're constantly walking in shade, but it's not too thick to not let uh, a cool breeze come through. It's just beautiful, perfect day. Yeah. Every now and again, you'll catch a break in the in the trees and see the blue sky and some white clouds up above. And as you walk, you're getting very close to, to Westman. You know that you're only a couple of hours away from, from Westman, and that Westman is the town that you had first met Dave in the first place, and so that's the reason why that you guys decided to meet back up here with Dave and you know try and recapture the, the original excitement that you had of when you guys went on adventures before. And so you're a couple of hours away from, from Westman, and you start to hear some, you start to hear some voices off to the right hand side of of the woods and it's like at first so it's it's just it sounds like a lot of like really guttural rough tones Um. and but eventually you girls do realize it is someone is speaking draconic because both of you know that language right the language i thought it was goblins yeah, me too. No, it's it's not goblins, but well, maybe it is goblins that are speaking draconic, but they typically don't. Do you fall, do you make the story? Up? Yeah, I make the story up. Okay, so you hear you hear these voices. <coughs> do you do anything? Um, I'm going to hide, but also walk toward it. So you're gonna you're gonna like sneak, yes. or I should say stealth. So roll your stealth skill. Um, what a stealth has zero plus. Okay, so then you just roll a d twenty. What do you got? Nine. You got a nine. I did not do. You didn't do great. Didn't do great. No, not too great. Okay, so you got okay. So you, so you go crashing into the woods. <laughs> And you think you're being super duper stealthy. Uh, but Galaxy, you know that Mimi is being really, really loud. Which is weird because she's a druid and she should be at home in the woods. But she's just she's just going through breaking branches left and right. 
kicking stuff out of the way. What do you do? I quickly run, run, run to to look to see who into the mic. I quickly run to see who's um who is that and and cast a spell on them. I wouldn't cast. Okay, them. well, so you you go running in. Yeah. And you see, um. You see a bunch of kobolds. Now, shoot. Now, kobolds are kind of little creatures. They're probably, you know, they're only like four. Are they the size of Dave? They're actually a little bit bigger than Dave. Wow. Um, but they look like little dragon people. Um, so they're, they're probably only about four or five feet tall. I'm not exactly sure their size. And they're talking to each other in their draconic language. But you yeah. can understand them. Yeah, we all understand. They're saying, yeah, the, go eat people. Yep. So they're talking uh, to each other. And it seems like they're arguing over the stuff that they have. Because each of them is carrying a bag with, with what looks like um, pots and pans and other things, but it looks like that there there is some gold that's in there as well. It looks like that they've actually been looting, and What's looting? Um, they've been stealing stuff from oh, people. You stealing them? Mm, yeah. So it looks like they're like they're looting's going. a little different though. Yeah, looting is just like grab. like maybe they're hurting people first and then taking all their stuff. Yeah, like. Or intimidating people. So they haven't se- they haven't seen you yet. Talking to me. Yet. Well, actually, here I should say because you did just go stumbling into the woods. <laughs> um, yeah, they have they haven't they haven't noticed you yet, despite all of the noise that Mimi is making <laughs> going through the woods. They're really loud. They're being so loud. The uh, the kobolds, they're all standing there. They're all in like loincloths, and they can see that they've got daggers and they've got slings on them. So they've got some weapons on them. But they don't notice you. They're too busy fighting over the the horde of junk and small bits of gold that uh, that they they've looted from somewhere. They stole from somewhere. So what do you do? I'm gonna do firebolt. You're gonna do a firebolt? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember how to roll that? Twenty sided. Yep. Twenty sided. Eight. You got an eight. What do you add to it? Uh, or is eight including your modifier? Eight plus two. Wait, no. Eight plus three equals eleven. So did I hit him? Uh, you do not hit them. What? Yep. That that is a miss. Did they? Did they notice? Oh, yes, they noticed. Of course they did. Yep. I'm gonna examine of what yeah. they stole. Like. You're, so they're standing there, and you're just gonna just charge right into the middle of them and start looking through with the stuff no. that they took. No, <laughs> with my eyesight. Insight to. Oh, you're trying. Okay, you're trying to use your skill insight right now. Yeah, like I'm. Um, so I'm gonna just like see like where it came from. Okay, so okay, so you're gonna try and roll like an insight check. Um. Sure, sure. Yeah, go ahead and roll that. So that's a twenty sider, and then add the number that you have on insight. Okay. In my insight, I got plus two. Okay. Twelve. That's with your plus two? Yes. Okay. Um, so you really can't uh, discern any more than what I already described. Um, but, but I'll just reinforce. All of the stuff that they've grabbed right now, they seem to be taking it somewhere, and it seems to be stuff that's not theirs. Okay. Well, so I now knew it wasn't theirs. Right. 
all right, so because Birdie shot off a firebolt at one of them, they know that you're there now. And so now we have to roll for initiative. Get your so this is aside. so this decides who goes first, or this it, this decides what the order the order that we go in for for fighting. Should Dave roll? No, I'm not there. Which one is it? Or I should say Dave's. The twenty sider. Okay. It's okay. twenty sider winning doubt. Ten. Ten. Oh, re-roll. Wait, what happened to the 10? They, no, both, no. they both rolled 10, so I told them to re-roll. Oh, okay. I got a 1. 19. Okay. I always go um, Wait, What did the cobalt no, 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 roll? I, the, they got an 8. So for tie, the, the house rule that I like for tiebreakers on initiative is oh. whoever has the highest intelligence. I'm always last. Oh. So, so Birdie, you would actually be first. So it's going to go. Because no. Birdie has a 16. Okay, that's. Yep. yep. Yep, so it's gonna go so it's gonna go galaxy, it's gonna go Mimi, and then it's gonna go the f- six cobalts. Wait, but they rolled an eight. Oh, big higher's better. That's right. Yep, higher's better in this game. That's right. Yep. Gotta remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to do a ray of no, not ray of frog. Try speaking into the mic though. Um, magic miss Magic Missile? Yeah, is that is that pretty good? Yeah. Magic missile is amazing. Yep. Oh. I should have done that before when I just did well, those Firebolt's spells. a good spell, too. Firebolt's an excellent spell. Okay. I'm going to go with the magic missile. I never tried it before. Ooh, got 16. You got a 16? Okay. 19. 19. Okay, that is a hit. Yeah, a okay, so four. magic missile. Oh, no, that's to the attack. You though, create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice so that, can that can see within range. Okay, a dart deals 1d4 plus one. There. Hold on a second. Okay. A dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage to its target. The darts all strike simultaneously, and you can direct them to hit one creature or several. It's three darts. How many guys are there? There are six of them. Six. Well, so I can just get three, and then we'll be all okay. Well, you could shoot, yeah, you could shoot at three different guys. But you might not take them out. Right. Or you could shoot them at one guy. Through this. Five. Ooh, max damage on one? Yep. Okay. Roll it and roll it again. Okay, that killed Two. the first one. Two. Four. So, again, the description, magic missile, you create three glowing darts of magical force that shoot out of your hand and slam into the chests of two of these cobalts. Anything? And you killed two of them. Wait, Are there any details you want to add to it? The magic missile, that used up one of your spell slots, right? Yeah. Okay. And that's okay. You'll get it back after you have a long rest. Yeah. All right, so Bird, you just killed two cobalts with some amazing magic missiles. You shot those glowing darts out of your hands, and they went. <laughs> you killed two of them. They slammed right in the chest. They fall over dead, and they're all like, yeah, they're, ah! and all the other cobalts are like, what? And they look up. All right, Mimi, you're Mimi. What are you gonna do? What I'm gonna do is, I will be. Jumping out with my scimitar and slicing them in half. All right, you're going to attack with your scimitar. <laughs> All right, roll it up. Nine. I did four up on You got a nine, but what do you add to it? Three. What does that equal? Not enough. No. What does it equal? It equals. It equals 12, right? You know what, babe? 
That's a freaking hit. <laughs> Roll up the damage. Roll your damage. Scimitar damage. That's not the wrong one. Wrong one. Is it a D8 for the scimitar? Yeah. Okay. Eight plus what? Well, it doesn't matter. You killed him. All right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you did exactly what you described. That was an instant kill. Yeah. You jumped out and you sliced him in half with your scimitar. Oh, All right. Yeah. So now there's there's you. Okay. So you guys, you gals, have effectively just killed off half of the group. Wait. Dave should just come in and jump. <laughs> That's what she did. She just jumped into the fray and cut no, one of them Dave. in half. No, she's saying that you should be oh. coming in right now. Wait, unexpectedly, that any chopped two and a half. Okay, so the so the cobalts are going to attack now. All right, so, um, Birdie, you're still. They're gonna. Two of them are. I'm gonna say one of them runs runs towards you, and the other two are going to attack you. Why me? me? She's because, killed two. Yeah, but you're you're closer to them. Sure. <laughs> What's your armor class, Sam? It is twelve. Okay, they both hit you. Why? And you take... Because you're within melee range. You take five hit points. Five points of damage from the first one. And three from the second one. So oh my gosh! I'm two. You got two hit points left? Okay. So why am I almost dead again? Wait, what happens if Birdie, you die? What's Birdie, what's your armor class? You create a new character. And Twelve. Twelve? Okay, so the other... The third cobalt comes running at you. Ah! With its deck. No, you, uh, you scream. Yeah. You scream the <laughs> you scream as the cobalt comes running towards you. <laughs> <laughs> no owls no uh, owl behind me was screaming because he thought it was coming at No, there's there's no owl behind you. I, I'm the one that describes the scene. Come on. <laughs> All right, Welcome, so the, I'm the dungeon master. So the cobalt comes And we got a little Sam in the making here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the co- the cobalt comes running at you ah, with its dagger out. And and it strikes out at you, and you deftly dodge out of the way. Okay. Nice. Bird, your turn. Okay. So. Use one of your healing potions. Healing potions. Yeah, you could really use a cleric right about now, huh? <laughs> she sure could. <laughs> I, do I have healing potions? No, you are in the middle of combat right now. I am? Yep, you are being attacked by a kobold. What are you going to do? Uh, so Birdie. Galaxy. I really liked the magic, the magic missile. You want to do the magic missile yeah. again? Yep. If you got another spell slot, then do it. How many cobalts are left? Uh, there are three left. Okay. So do you want each one to get hit by a bolt, or do you want all three bolts to go into one guy? So I'm just going to put one missile at everyone. Okay. One in yes. each of them? Okay. So I see a roll. Yep. Go ahead and roll it. Although with magic missile, do you even have to roll for it? Why wouldn't you roll for it? They don't automatically hit. Um, yeah, it does, actually. You create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. Oh. Dart deals 1d4 plus 1 force damage to its target. The darts all strike simultaneously, and you can direct them to hit one creature or several. Yeah, there's um, yeah, there's Crazy. no like range attack for this one. All it right, just so then works. you just roll the oh, roll damage. The damage. That's it. Now, now I'm kind of... So either way, I'll hit them. Yeah. Yep, you hit them. No problem. Two. So that's uh, three damage on the one? Yep. Okay. No, she rolled a one. It was two. She told Oh, you. okay. Two. Five. I rolled it three times. 
So oh, two, two a two and a five. Two and one five. Okay, you killed one of them, and the other two are still up. So Mimi, it's your turn. I will be going to put us to sleep with the way that you're <laughs> talking. I will go to sleep. Be using my quarter staff. You gonna use your quarter staff? But you already have your scimitar. Yeah, you have your scimitar out already. So you're just gonna switch weapons? Yeah. You can do that. Sure. And then I'm gonna use my schlag. Okay. To make it Okay, so this is a bonus spell. It's a very quick spell that she can basically turn any wooden club or staff into a magical weapon and cause it to do more damage. So you so you sw- you put your shim- scimitar away and you pull out your quarter staff and it immediately starts glowing because you cast that spell and you go to swing at one of the kobolds. I'm gonna cut him in half again. Well, well you not really- with the quarter staff. Yeah, you're not. Well, I guess it depends on how hard she hits him. <laughs> so hit him really hard. How many did I kill? Um, so far, you have killed three of them. Okay. Oh, yay! So and only two Sam, left for you. So yep, we Sam have... killed one. So there's two left. All right. Did you roll it? Ten. Plus what? Three plus her. That is a hit. But no, What's the damage on it? <laughs> you just got one damage? Yep. But you, you, hit, you, hit, him, you hit him in the toe. And he starts hopping around, <laughs> swearing at you in Draconic. Because like. he's like, oh, my toe, my toe. All right, so you ran up with your quarter staff that you imbued with magical power, and you hit the cobalt right in the toe. <laughs> and he, he, he grabs his foot, and he starts screaming, oh, you jerk, you jerk. And he starts, he starts hopping around on one foot. Okay, so now, now it's the last two co- cobalt's turns. Um, so there's, there's two of them left. So one of them... Um, Yep, one of them's gonna go for you, bird, and one of them's gonna go after I you, Sam. I'm gonna die. Yeah, you both might die. No, I won't. I haven't took any damage yet. Right? That's true. You haven't taken any damage yet. <laughs> okay, and this time he does hit you. And she dies. No, he hits you. Yeah, and you take five points of damage. Woo! Oh, come on! I only have one. Uh, Mimi, what's your armor class? No, you have. Twelve. Okay, so he hits. And I'm dead. You have six hit points. How oh, many so hit points do you have, you have left? left I get. Two. two. You have two. You have two hit points left. Okay. I'm uh, dead. Yeah, you you are at zero hit points. So he hits you. He stabs you, and you fall to the ground. But yeah. you, well, you're you're not you're dying. Dead. You're not dead yet. You're, you're dying. dying. So you're below zero hit points at this point. Okay, my turn, right? Um, yes, it is your turn now. And so there are two. I'm going to do because there's two jerks. Yeah, there's two jerks left. I don't want them to have a turn. Well, but then she's used up all her spells, too. You, she you only used up all your spell spell slots? slots? I know. Yep. Can't, my cantrips. Uh, yep, yep. Get closer to the mic. I can use my cantrips. Use them. Okay, this one does require a roll, so it's a ranged attack. Ten. Ten? Plus, Plus what? On your spell sheet, there's plus gonna be three, I guess. Is it nope. three? Plus four. Plus four. Plus fourteen. That is a hit. Roll I the damage, him? please. And then you roll one. D10. Possibly. There's a very good likelihood you did kill him, but roll the damage. Is this one d10? Nope, one d10. This is seven. I got seven. You got seven? Okay, you killed him. Okay. Now what about my? Now there's one left. 
And San, or I should say Mimi, um, is on the ground dying. Um, and so she doesn't get a turn. But this is when Dave comes <gasps> jumping out of the woods. <laughs> hey, Dave. Hey, Yeah. What took you so long? You elf maidens look like you could use a hand. We do. I do need a hand because I'm dying. Well, I can remedy that. But first, let me take care of this nasty Wait, cobalt. I yeah. ate cobalt. And, and Mimi, you're dying. You can't talk right now. So you're She's thinking this. Dying. You're just thinking that in your head. It's like, oh, I wish. Thank God Dave's here. All right. I'm so, yeah, I charge into the clearing, and I'm going to smash the cobalt with my mace. Okay, do it. I got a 12. You got a 12. That just barely hits. Phew. All right. I do four damage. You kill him. All right. Yep. So right away, what I do is um, they both need to be healed, but obviously. Sam needs first. Yep. So first I use my uh, spare life on her to stabilize her. Okay. That, okay. So and Dave walks over to you and puts his hand on I lay my you. hand on you. I put it like, I put my hand like on your forehead. And uh, <laughs> I, I, um, I whisper a prayer to Mishakal, and, and you can tell that you're no longer dying. And then I cast my Cure Wounds spell on you. Do I roll that or do I just roll? You just, yeah. Um, Daddy, Daddy, do it. What's the spell? Cure Wounds? Let me, let me look it up. Get, get to the mic. For, my, for death saves in here, it says successes or failures. Should I fill a success? Well, you you don't have to do that right now because he cast um, that spell on you that stabilized you. So you don't have to roll for, for death or anything. Well, I'm doing so, success. yeah, you don't have to roll anything for that. You just have to. I just um, roll how many hit points I do. A creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your plus spell my cast. Spell attack. Yep. So, what is her health? Which is four. So, what is my health? I now? cast Cure Wounds on you. And I give you back nine hit points. So I'm 11. Well, no, because no, you're at zero, you so, at you, zero, have nine so hit you have points. nine now. Oh. And then Birdie, I'm going to also cast it on you. Okay. Because you have, what, one hit point? Yeah, one. And to you, I give back six hit points. So that would fill you back up. Yeah, so you're all the way back to maximum. So I have seven. No, you can't go above your maximum. What's your maximum? Her six. maximum is six. But mine is ten. So is mine. Air five. Ugh. All right, so Dave saved the day. I'm liking my introduction to the party here. Run, run Dave, save. Well, ladies, I got to say, I didn't re- I didn't think that when I left the monastery? Temple? Um, say temple. Yeah. <laughs> I've been at the temple. From out west. And the priests judged me that I'd learned enough to go out and uh, spread the good word of Mishkal, and I never imagined that I would encounter a chance to use my uh, faith so soon. Wow. But I'm glad I showed up when I did. But you yep. ladies, you did do a very good job taking these cobalts down. I got to say, there was only one left of six when I got here. Well. Anyway. <clears throat> so you, so the girls and Dave have a happy reunion. Happy to see each other. Dave heals everybody up. And so you've got six dead cobalts that are sitting on the ground around you. Um, and they've got a couple of like burlap sacks and there's some pots and pans and Start clothing. digging through their stuff. Let's see what's in there. Come on, gals. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, before we do it, I'm starving. I'm about to put... Mimi's can't... starving or Sam's starving? Mimi. Both. <laughs> Everybody's starving? Okay. 
I have to carry it in my back in my in my pocket. Well, I don't think you're ready to take take a rest just yet. Yeah, I got some um, carrots in my pocket. Because in in fifth edition, there's two different kinds of resting concepts. There's like a short rest, and then there's a long rest. So a short rest that gives you an opportunity to get um, some spell slots back, but not all of them, and it does give you an opportunity to get some hit points back. Um, but during a long rest, that's when you get everything, everything. back, and it is basically uh, wait. You so slept overnight. you get all your hit points back. You, you get sleep? all your hit points oh, back. That's convenient. Yeah, there are some alternative rules. Um, if I remember correctly, I haven't gotten that far in the, in the dungeon master guide yet, but, um, I think that like, if you, there's some alternative rules that if you're so injured, there's only so many hit points that you can get back per rest or per day type of thing. Um, but I'm just going to go with, you have a long rest, you get them all back. You get a short rest. You can do, uh, the, the dice roll to get your hit points back. So we'll say that as you're searching around here, um, so yeah, you start going through the stuff. So... Um, is there a skill for that? Is there like a search skill or anything? Um, is it investigation? There's like a perception. There is investigation, but that's not really. I mean, really, just dumping some burlap sacks out and going through some pockets, right? Dad, right. If you want to do perception. investigation, I'll let you do investigation or perception. There's percept. But what else? That's it. I think so. Maybe insight. I'm gonna do. Where's the insight? I got a 17 on my perception. You got a 17? Okay. I'm going to do perception, too, because I get plus four on that. Ooh, good. Smart thinking. Way to utilize your skill sheet. I have no idea um, what you're talking it about. It was on the line. Uh, re-roll it, then. Just curious, you have like 11 plus four, it's 15. You got a 15? Okay. That's so good. So that's what you would use that is a pretty good roll. Yeah. Well, I got 15. Good work. I got 17. Better than you. So what? <laughs> So, Bird, were you going to try and do? Roll your investigate. Bird, were you going to do? So roll the 20 side Galaxy, were you going to do a roll? She got a nine, nine. on her. Yeah. <laughs> a nine? On her okay. investigate. Not that good. So, you're looking around. You don't, you don't really see anything. Um, Let's move this so you have more room. But Galaxy and Dave, you me both. Me and Mimi. Uh, I'm sorry. Mimi and Dave, you both notice at the same time that... It looks like that there's some tracks moving away from the cobalt's bodies towards um, towards some some ro- a rock face that's that's outcropping from from the ground. It looks like that there's been some some brush or some branches that might have been been put there. I'm going to lift them up. You lift it up and you find a hole, a big hole that leads down into a small cave. <gasps> And it looks like that they had been digging this hole, and this is where. And it looks like this is where they were bringing the stuff that they they had looted. Hello. I. So maybe we should take a short rest before we go in there. I am going to. Should we take a short? Okay, so everyone's so <laughs> everyone's dabbing now. <laughs> I was praying during the short rest, praying to Mishakal to give me one of my spe- to let me know a spell again. Yep. Yep. So as long as you're not doing anything too strenuous, um, yeah, if you're just praying, but you can't be like chopping wood no. or anything like that. So you just sat around. Okay. So, well, the thing is, is this hole isn't very deep. It's just, it looks like that these, these cobalts just started carving, just started digging into the ground here. And it looked like they were trying to form a new base that they could put stuff in. So it's just one small room once you go in. But when you go in, there's not a lot of stuff that's in there. There's a couple more burlap sacks full of things. Um do you guys want to do another another search of, of this room to see what you might find in there? Yes. 
do another perception check? Is there... There's not a search skill? That seems weird to me. <laughs> I'm going to do another perception check. Okay. I have plus two on that, so I want to do perception. You want to do perception? Okay, just... Okay, sure. Do a perception check. All right. And I, I did one, 18 so I plus I 4 equals 22. 22. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> you okay, Bird? Yeah. Sneezing a lot? Mimi, you see something catch the light from the opening of this cobalt-made cave. Something twinkles on the ground in the back corner. I... <laughs> <laughs> You just you you just stand there and look at it. That's that's what you do. <laughs> no. What do you do? I'm going to pick it up and figure what it is. Okay, you walk over and you pick it up and you hold in your hand what looks like a very nice and valuable silver and diamond necklace. I mean, you you are royalty and and elven royalty on top of that. So it's 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 passable, I would say, than by by your standards. It's valuable, but it's certainly not the most valuable necklace that you've ever seen in your life. Like, uh, I I like this Macy's necklace better. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a Macy's necklace, nice. It's it's way cheaper. Totally, and it's so beautiful. But the fake diamonds. Brown. So. All right, so that's all you find. That's all all that's in the case. Can I keep it? You found it. You tell me. What, what are you going to do with it? I am going to keep it for now. And when we do more of this adventure, I'm going to see if anybody talks about it or like, I lost it. Help me. Help me. Okay. Sure. So so do you just put it in your bag? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, so that's the... You've defeated the Cobalts, and you found this necklace in the, the cave that they started making. Um, so, at, you guys were supposed to be meeting up at the, the, the most popular tavern, the Frowning Jester. But thankfully, we happened upon each other on the road. Right. But that still is ultimately the place that you want to go, because that's where you first met five years ago. And the frowning, the frowning jester, and well, see, the thing that's really interesting about Westman, so you continue traveling, walking down the road again on your journey to, to rekindle the old memories and the camaraderie that, that you guys once, once had. Um, as you get into Westman, it, you, you see that half of the town is up in the trees. Cool. There's houses and there's businesses that are basically big, gigantic tree houses that have rope bridges connecting them. Like a million square feet. <laughs> Why square feet? I don't know. <laughs> feet? A not not a million square feet. That's really big. But there's there gigantic trees in this town. Um, and and there are buildings that that line the streets on the ground around the bases of all these big trees. But half of the town is up in the gigantic branches of these trees. I wonder why. It's it's because it's awesome. <laughs> Probably because of like the dragon, like that. Would come and fly and poop on their building. <laughs> also, like probably not it. poop. Yeah, probably, probably no. Green you gotta know. Fire or use magic. They'll probably use go to the number one. Ah. I suppose use a breath weapon. They don't all breathe fire. 
Westman. So so we get to Westman. Half the cities and where's so is the is the is lap, what is, is the 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 the, the, the frowning jester? Is the frowning jester up in the trees or on it, the ground? It is up in the trees and it's towards the middle of Westman. How do you get up there? Do they have ladders or like baskets they hoist you up with? There's ladder. There's there's both. There's oh. there's ladders and there's baskets Hell that they hoist you with because there's um you know to to get some of the casks of ale up into the the bar they they haul them up through some uh, elaborate pulley systems um, but most people uh, usually just uh, take the stairs or the uh, the ladders that are available gotcha. so but the frowning gesture is towards the middle of town and it is towards the end of the day in fact the sun is um, getting close to the horizon um, and people are um, going home for the evening and getting ready for for dinner and there's a lot of people milling about a couple of people say say hi to you guys as, as you go by um, you don't recognize anyone that you know Um but it's Westman is a friendly town. It's got a great mixture of dwarves, of halflings, of humans, of elves. elves. There's definitely elves that are what there. What about goblins? There are no goblins here. No. Go- <clears throat> In this world, goblins typically aren't friendly with any other. I should I'll say good race, such as elves, <laughs> dwarves, halflings, or humans. <clears throat> so in this world, Westman is a good middle spot in between the, the elven kingdoms, uh, the human kingdoms and the halflings to the West and the hill dwarves to the West. So Dave had to travel the farthest out of the three of you to get here because he had to come from the midlands over the, the, the hills that the, the hill dwarves occupy. And then he got to Westman that borders the elven and human kingdoms. Ah, that dwarvish ale. It's so, so delicious. Unfortunately, my ale skin ran dry a couple days ago. So if you ladies don't mind, I got a powerful thirst. Let's get to the to the tavern. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get a little thing of whiskey. You you could get some whiskey if you wanted to. Did, you said that the cobalts had gold. Did we any of us get any gold? Do we get oh, any gold pieces to give up? Okay, yeah. Each of I'll say that each of you got thirty gold pieces. And is that down here where it's like GP? GP. That's what. Yep, gold pieces. So yeah, down there, um, you're gonna see CP for copper, SP for silver, um, EP, GP, and PP. <laughs> PP. <laughs> so you get to the base of the gigantic tree in the middle of town that the frowning jester resides in, and there's a big circular staircase around the trunk that you can walk up that that will lead you up there. And you, you walk up, and it takes a while because it is way up in the tree. It's way up there. But it's a gigantic tree, and it is a beautiful view of the town and the rest of the forest as you go. It, like, takes, like, five minutes, maybe. Uh, not quite that long, but, like, it takes, like, two minutes to walk up. I'm yes. so excited to get a drink that I did a cartwheel up the stairs, and yeah. I, got, I got a 20 on my acrobatics. You, eh. Was it a crit 20? Like a natural 20? No, I rolled an 18. Okay. And I get a plus two. Oh, so you do a cartwheel up the stairs. It's fantastic. Um, and um, I'm pulling my... But just one cartwheel. I'm not like cartwheeling over and over again. Right, right, right. I'm just like so excited that I'm about to have a drink because I'm a drunk. I'm, I <laughs> that I just like, I do a cartwheel I was up so, the stairs. I was just so tired of walking. I just like used my right hand and I just pulled it Into the mic. Into the mic. I just hold in my pants and carried me into the. That's not the way that mage hand works. Aww. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the ma- mage hand to carry you up the stairs. <laughs> I wish that's the that's way. That's clever, though. I wish. So, yeah, mage hand, you can only like move like ten pounds. That's the most that you can do. I suppose you could get the. You I'm could. Five. 
You're five what? Pounds. No, you're not. You're more than that. My I suppose you could cast Mage Hand and it would reduce your load by 10 pounds it if you really wanted. Like, it would be like, like that. Okay, so you get to the top of the stairs, um, and there's the there's the open welcoming doors of the frowning jester, and through the doors you see the bar. Um, there's not that many people that that are in the frowning jester as of yet, but there, there's a couple of people that are in there, and they're they're laughing, and you can hear some glasses clanging together, and um, there's a there's a, a woman that is just running around frantic right now, um, but she kind of gives you the bearing that. Even if there was no one in the bar, she would still be running around frantic. <laughs> uh, just not very good at her job. Just trying to find. No, it's just. Or the, dealing with stress. No, she's just. Yeah, she just is always got to be on the move. And oh, she's gotcha. fidgeting a lot. And it just seems like that no matter what, she would always be busy. She would always find something to do, regardless of how many people were in there. So you go in. And yeah, it's it's as warm and inviting um, as a place that you guys remember from five years ago. Um, in fact,. Um, the place looks exactly the same. It doesn't look like it's changed at all. Well, there's new people. Well, there there is new people, but the person um, behind the bar is his name is Helm Buckman, and he is the ugliest man that you have ever seen. What and you remember that? him five years ago, and still he is still just as ugly as he was back then. Do you remember Sloth from the Goonies? Oh! Yeah, he's not he's not quite that ugly, but you kind of do a double take when you see him because of how ugly he is. So he's his eyes are kind of like outer like they're not directly in line with each other. One's visibly higher than the other one. Like and he's bald and he's got scars like and tough. he's missing all four of his front teeth. Um and part of his nostril looks like it might have been chewed off at some points or cut off in an accident. Um, and he's overweight. Um, is he fat? He's, he's, yeah, he's a little fat. I mean, he's, he's round. It's, but do you really trust an innkeeper? That's not round though, or a tavern owner. That's true. That's true. Like if, if he was like really athletic and trim, there'd be something just <laughs> odd about that. Yeah, right. I would think he would just be there for money. Probably. Not enjoying his thing. Yeah, not enjoying his business or his work. Okay, okay I I walk up, give him four pieces of gold, and he gives me a single whiskey. So you walk up and you slam four pieces of gold down on the t- on the on the bar. And he just does this. And he just looks at you. and He's like, "Yeah." Can I have one bottle of whiskey? A whole a whole bottle. Totally. Four gold pieces. Done. He scoops up the gold pieces off it and he pulls out a. Reaches underneath, pulls out a uh, bottle the largest of whiskey. Bo- the largest bottle. No, just, not not the largest bottle. It's just it's a bottle of whiskey. And how about and how about when I walk back? Well, I took, I told them that I took this big bottle so I can savor some. It's like I could drink some now, then drink some later. Well, tell them that. Don't say that you tell them that. Tell them that. I'm. I got a bottle, uh, a big bottle of whiskey because I'm gonna drink some now, then later, then later, then later. And the mic. All gone. <laughs> all right, Dave walks up to the bar. Or wait, no, uh, Galaxy. What are you doing? I just look at him and uh, I think something's wrong. You think something's he, wrong with he, Helm? Is he like not smiling? 
No, he's he's not smiling. Yeah, he's so frowning a bit. But I, but you remember that he always frowns. Yeah, so and I, you do start to remember some other things about Helm. You you remember that the the woman that's frantically moving around is his daughter, Miri is her name, Miri Buckman. And um, you do remember that even though Helm is a gruff, ugly old bartender of a man, he is the best dancer that you've ever seen in your life. But um, I. Th- I mean, he, he he was, like, smiling when he danced, right? Oh, yeah. That's, like, the only time that you've ever seen him smile is yeah. when he dances. But I think he stopped, right? No, he still dances. But no no one sees. No, he no he still does it. Whenever there's music playing, he's, he's, he's dancing. But he can't go out of the bar. He's just dancing, like, just legs dancing. No one can see. He just—he's not doing that right now. You just—this is a memory that you have. It's like you remember yeah. way back when. It's like he's always been serious and gruff. But whenever there was music playing, he would dance, and he is the most fantastic yeah. dancer you've ever but seen in your life. He did have music on. There's no music on right yeah. now, right? That's so, why—that's why he's so grumpy. He's just behind the bar yeah, serving drinks. So I just—I just was trying to say, sing it, but it was horrible. Say, I, don't I, was, I was trying to sing it, but it was horrible. Are you going to try and sing? Yeah, but... Ah! Yeah, there, there. I'm just going to try to sing and make him happy because maybe he can give us some information why the, go- the months they keep... Okay, so you're going you're gonna to try and sing to make him dance? Yeah, and to get to see... Cause he, okay, I want you to roll a... I'm going to make you roll a charisma check for that then. Because um, I think he, he's been here the longest, I, I believe. Yeah. So roll a charisma check. That's a roll a d20. Yep. 20. Natural 20? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Nat 20. Okay, so I got to keep notes of this, of when um, the nat 20s, or the the crit 20s, the crits happen, because I want to, I'm going to update a story log Mm. um, to point those out. Um. So, Galaxy, you remember um, Helm being the best dancer you've ever seen. And so you decide to sing a little tune. Um, You play some music so I, like, so I'm not actually singing. (laughs) You you don't actually have to sing. So, but you you sing in Elvish, and it's got this great lilting, um, harmonious, but fun tune to it. There's lots of peaks and valleys, and it's the best singing that you have ever done in your life everyone in the bar stops what they're doing and stares at you with their mouths on the ground because they can't believe what a beautiful singing voice that you have and as they're looking at you you pick up the tempo and you weave this just just beautiful song and but you pick up the tempo and it starts getting starts getting bouncy and you can see him he starts he starts bobbing his head Right, and he's got he's got a mug in his hand. He's got his towel, and so he starts he starts cleaning the mug. And he starts and he's he starts tapping his feet. He starts dancing around. He starts moving his hips back and forth, and then he yells off to his daughter. Um, what did I say the daughter's name is? Uh, Was uh, it Miri? Yep. Yeah, Miri. So he yells. He so he he hops over the bar. He puts a, he slaps a hand down. And he hops over the bar, and as Miri's going by, he grabs her by the waist and spins her around, and they and he starts doing this really no. fast like. Two-step, you know, ballroom dance type of thing, um, and everyone starts clapping, and everyone starts cheering, and then he starts whipping around all around the bar. And he's smiling. 
Oh, and biggest smile. And you kind of wish that he would stop smiling because it made him uglier when he <laughs> smiles because you got you really got to see how many teeth that he's missing. Um, and his face is starting to turn a little red from all the exertion from it and sweat starting to come out. He's just he's just he's just not a pretty man. Um, and then you stop singing and he stops dancing and he looks at you and he gives you a wink and a huge smile and he bows to you and everyone cheers and claps. Woo! Yeah! They start whistling, you know, fingers in the mouth, doing the high-pitched whistle and all that. And they're like, Miss, Miss, that was just, that was just fantastic. Where, where did you learn to sing like that? I don't know. Just came out. Just came out. Just came out. I rolled a 20. That's where I learned to sing. <laughs> Well, you, you know what? It's that was, you know, whatever, whatever you need. You know, are you you hungry? You thirsty? Whatever, whatever you want on the house. Okay. Well. Because you look like you've been on the road for a while. Look, you know, put your feet up. You know, I'll take care of you. That was just fantastic. I I haven't heard singing like that in years. <laughs> well, have you been here the longest? Uh compared to who? <laughs> <laughs> like in the town? No, the trees have been here longer. No, for, for alive. Trees wow. are alive. No, like can talk. People. No, this, no. Uh, I came to this town maybe thirty years ago. Well, you're the the longest I most people know, right? I don't understand. Like you've been here the mo- the most, and most people know that. Yeah. Know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been here long enough that most people know me, and I know most of the people around here. Yeah. Do you know why um, Eva has been out here? I'm sorry. What? Evil? What kind of evil are you talking about? Really evil. Really? I, I don't understand. We ran into a pack of kobolds on the road. Kobolds? Here? Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, we we heard someone talking about uh, kobolds coming into town, actually. Stealing some stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But no one ever actually saw them. Whoa, whoa. We saw them. Well, how- someone saw them. That's how they told us. But nobody whoa. I know would say, you know. Whoa. Um... <laughs> When did you hear that the people stole something? Oh, it's well, been they, it's been for the last couple of days. Um, have you heard anyone talking about a nice, pretty diamond necklace? And that's when Miri goes, oh, "My necklace was stolen," and that's when you notice that she has what looks like matching earrings and bracelets and the necklace that you found would match all of the other jewelry that she has very nicely. She's like, it was my mother's necklace. She gave me this entire set. I was so upset when, when it was taken. And so I'm Someone came into our house in the middle of the night. And so I pull, it, I pull the necklace out. I pull the necklace out. <gasps> That's my necklace. Where did you find it? Um, we, when we were on our way, when we first defeated the... Kobolds. Kobolds. Um... We found this tunnel where this, like, all this nice things, well, like, all these things that probably were stolen, um, <coughs> that was shining, and then I just saw it. Thank you so much. And she grabs it from you, and she gives you a hug. She's like, thank you so much for finding it. And then you hear a raspy, whis- whispery voice that comes from, from the doorway. Likely story. How do we know you didn't steal it? And you turn around, and there's a very tall and a very serious-looking elf that's standing there. Um, He's dressed all in black, 
and he's covered from from neck all the way down to his wrists in, in black clothing. Does he have a hat? hat? Um, no, he does not. He does not have a hat. Well, I did. Well, are you calling the lady Mimi a liar, sir? He just shrugs. I am a servant of Mishikal. A friend of mine would not lie about such a thing, and I would certainly not lie about such a thing. I have never I was there. Well, if you're innocent, then you wouldn't mind coming down and answering some questions. Of course not. I have never lied in my life. Um, So Helm says, this is, uh, this is Varys. He's the, uh, he's the town sheriff. So he's the one that's been investigating all the uh, the crimes and the uh, the break-ins that have been happening. Um, we, we, but Var- he looks at, he looks at Varys. He's like Varys, you know these these seem like like good folk, and you know if they were the ones that stole, why why would they come right back in town? And Varys, you could tell that he's a man of few words. He just he just shrugs, and straightens up even taller. I mean, he's very again he's a very tall elf, and he he's got a sword on his hip. Um, and he points out the doorway and nods with his head, indicating that this is the direction that he would like you three to go in. I follow him immediately. And then I follow after Dave. And then I just, I grabbed a donut from one of the people's tables and shoot in my <laughs> mouth, put it in my mouth, and ran with it. You, you grab some food off of someone's yeah. plate on the way out. I'm going to whisper to Mimi. <laughs> 